Well, praise the Lord. All right, here's what I want us to do this morning as we begin. I would like all of those uh, special guests that are here with us this morning from the schools, uh, I'm going to ask our folks, I'm going to ask you to do something, uh, and I trust you'll be okay with this when I ask you to do this. But I would like for y'all, if you don't mind, to come up to the front up here and just line up across this front. Uh, we would like to stand and just have a special word of prayer over each of you this morning and the schools that you're affiliated with uh, as we begin the service this morning. So if you would, if you don't mind, if you, would, if you could make your way up here for us right here to the front. And uh, as they start this, we, I think they've already been at work, okay? Uh, hard at it. I know when we delivered some of the stuff this past week, uh, they were hard at it with, of course, all the uncertainties and everything that is taking place. We have a teacher. Yes, all the teachers as well. Uh, all the teachers, we don't want to leave any of them out as well. And uh, so any of the teachers that are here, any teachers that we've got, you're also a part of this as well. All right. Any others? All right. Here they come. All right. We're glad that they're here. All of them. Amen. I'm thankful y'all came up and joined us up here. I know I didn't want to put you on the spot, okay? Uh, but we would like to pray with uh, over each of you. So I'm going to ask you if you would to stand together with me uh, as we reach out to them and uh, just pray for them as they begin a very difficult task ahead of them. Father, we thank you for uh, the opportunity that we have to have a part in the lives of one of the most precious, precious parts of our lives that you've given to us, and that's our children. And Father, in those influential years of their life, Father, as they begin to grow and as they begin to develop, and Father, as they begin to chart their own path, Father, just the influence and the responsibility that we have toward them to provide the best that we can, a very clear marked path. Father, a path that is lit well. And so, Father, I pray for wisdom and I pray for discernment for all of these that have a direct impact each day with our students and our children. And so, Father, I pray that you would just undergird them, give them the strength that they need, Father, I pray that they would look to you each day. But, Father, I also pray uh, that we would be much in prayer for them. Father, that we would be here to help support them, uh, to help come alongside of them. Father, as we share in the lives of these children and students together, uh, Father, may we, at the end of the day, uh, look back and say, what a pleasure, what a joy it has been. Father, just to have a part in their lives. Father, we thank you for giving them to us. But Father, may we also understand and realize the great responsibility that we have to give them the very best that we can. And we ask all of this. And Father, I pray this morning that you would keep them all safe. Father, as they make their way back to the campuses. Father, we pray that you would go before them. You'd keep them safe while they're there. Father, that they will be able to study and to learn. Uh, Father, to grow into what you would have them to be. 
And so, Father, we give you all the glory and the praise and the honor for what will occur. And we ask all this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Thank you all very, very much. We appreciate you. You can be seated. Let me say this this morning. Everyone in this building, I don't care who you are, uh, everyone that's in this building this morning has some degree of influence in the lives of children and young people. Every one of us do. It makes absolutely no difference who they are. Uh, some through school, some through our own children that we have the opportunity to have a part in and to bring up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord from teaching them here on this campus to the campuses that they will find themselves on in the days ahead but as we come and turn to the Word, as we come and turn to the Word of God, I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me uh, to the book of Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs chapter number 4 is where we will be. And as we find our way to the book of Proverbs, one of the interesting things about the book of Proverbs, if you want to know how to live life each day and to live life the most effective means possible, God has given us a means and he has given us a book which we can draw from uh, that will allow us to see each day in our own lives how we should uh, live life each day. And as we come to chapter number four, it's no different. This portion of scripture uh, provides us with a very, very personal spiritual inventory uh, that we can use to evaluate our own lives. And so there are four questions that I think we can draw from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through verse 27. And I want to share those four questions with you this morning. And here is the first question. It's found in verse 20. What do I allow to come into my ears? What do I allow to make in past those ear lobes and ear fixtures on the outside of my head what do I allow to make itself inside of me well Proverbs chapter 4 verse number 20 uh, gives us an idea it says my son give attention to my words incline your ear to my sayings you know one of the things one of the ways that we grow is through hearing and so God gave us our ears to listen with I know sometimes I get accused of hearing but not listening. Anyone else here like that? We hear a lot. There's a lot of things that we hear, but a lot of times there are things that we don't listen to. And oftentimes we miss out sometimes on what God is trying to say to us, a lot of times because we don't do very much listening. We do a lot of hearing in the busyness of our lives, but we don't really spend the time to listen to those things that we need to listen to. The second question that we find in this passage of Scripture is actually in verse 23. And the question is this, What do I allow to occupy my heart? In other words, the priorities that are in my heart, the very inner part of who I am, those priorities that make up my heart, Notice, as we find here in verse 23, watch over your heart with all diligence. It's a daily process. It's a daily part of who we are to guard our hearts with those things that we allow to find their way into our heart, that we make the priorities of our life and that we make the priorities of our own heart. And then thirdly is found actually in verse 24, has to do with our mouth. 
You know, our mouth gets us into more trouble than anything else. Everybody would agree, I think, with that this morning. Matter of fact, I've been told this. You know, sometimes growing up as a boy, I used to hear this. Son, you would do a whole lot better if you would engage your mind before you engaged your mouth. Because your mouth is going to overload you and get you into trouble. Well, let me tell you something. Not much changes even when we become adults. Sometimes we often open our mouths before we should. And there are times in our lives when we open our mouth and we say things that sometimes we wish we would have not said. And unfortunately, words that go out of our mouth and make their way to other individuals once they're said... They can't be taken back again. Verse 24, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put devious speech far from you. But then we come to the fourth question that we all need to ask ourselves and we need to ponder. And here's the fourth one. What path am I on today? So from our ears to our hearts to our mouths, what path am I on today? Am I walking the path that I need to be walking? Am I on the right path? Well, verse 26, notice as we find, watch the paths of your feet, and all of your ways will be established. Point number one. What do I allow to come into my ears? You know, ears are funny things. Our hearing, our listening. What we do with what we have been allowed to. You know, matter of fact, one of the things that we can do, I remember when I was in school, uh, I was not one of the better students in school, okay? And I'll just go ahead and admit that for all of those who are here that are associated with our schools I knew exactly what I had to do just to get what I needed to get through. You know, here's an amazing thing about it. When I got into life, let me tell you where I am today. I wish I'd have spent a lot more time preparing then than where I am today. But unfortunately, I can't go back. So when I found myself in college and eventually into postgraduate work, one of the things that I began to do, now all of a sudden, it meant a whole lot more. And matter of fact, I began to discover as things were revealed, and I began to learn. And, and the more I learned, the more I wanted to know. Isn't that an amazing thing? To try to get across to our students and to the children that you're in the best time of your life right now. You need to learn everything you can learn now because it is going to make life a whole lot better for you the more that you can get a hold of now than when you get later on in life. Matter of fact, I often refer to sometimes that I went through life learning the hard way. Matter of fact, I went to the school, started out with a school of hard knocks. And it was one day when I was in the middle of something, I said, you know, I said, something's got to change here. Started on another path. And so God had other plans. And so here I am today. But we're ever learning. But our ears, how many of us today spend time actually listening to others? One of the things that I have learned and one of the things that I have discovered, you know, when you take the time to sit down and to listen to somebody, 
Did you know oftentimes what they're speaking and the words that are coming out of their mouth, there's a whole lot more to what they're saying to you than just those words. So to listen. And let me just kind of share this with you this morning. Whatever we allow to enter our ears will ultimately influence our mind, our heart, and our decisions. What we allow to come in. So we must be careful what we listen to. Well, if you go back to Proverbs chapter number 1 and look at the beginning as the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel, shares with us. Solomon, considered to be the wisest man who lived, said ultimately at the end of the day, there's only certain things that matter. So as you look at chapter 1, verse 5 and verse number 8, I want you to notice what Solomon gives us. And it says, A wise man will hear and increase in learning. You can always learn. If you'll take the time to listen, I don't care how old you are, you never stop learning. There are always things that you can become part of. There are always things that you can learn from. But it requires that we take the time to listen. And it's just like in our spiritual journey, in our spiritual life, when it comes to God. There are always things that we can learn. We never get to the point that we know it all. If you ever get to that point in life that you think that you have arrived and you know it all, I hate to tell you this, you had not made it. You have not made it because one thing you have not learned yet, that you're not going to learn it all. And you won't get to the point that you know it all either. We'll look down at verse number 8. Solomon also gives us these words. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. We all influence them. And I don't think sometimes we understand it. Did you know our words sometimes, our hearts sometimes, our ears sometimes, how many times have we brushed others off because we just didn't want to take the time to listen? because we didn't take the time to think it was important i know with my my grandchildren and i've got two that are pretty small matter of fact we've got one that just turned turns two this month and, and sometimes you know you get busy or you're tired and you come in and all he wants to do is get up on your knee and just talk to you for a minute and oftentimes you got to really listen hard to figure out what it is and oftentimes he always has this underlying thing by what he's asking you He's always got something else. But how often do we spend time listening? Point number two comes the heart. You know, the heart should be guarded, for out of the heart we act. We act based upon what's in our heart. You know, all of those things that we listen to and process, and then we allow to become a part of our heart and who we are, it is out of our heart that we act. It's out of our heart that we do the things that we do well proverbs is full of it if you begin in chapter two and look at verse number two as solomon penned for us i want you to notice what he says he says make your ear attentive to wisdom he said but incline your heart to understanding to apply your heart to understanding to understanding and realize what it is that you've processed and you've brought in when you go to chapter 15 of the book of Proverbs, and it just goes on and on throughout all of the book of Proverbs. Chapter 15 and verse 28. I want you to notice what Solomon pins for us here. 
chapter 15 and verse 28. The heart of the righteous ponders how to answer. The heart of the righteous ponders how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. You know what, let me tell you something. We act out of our heart. What we allow to enter into our heart and to become a part of who we are, how we act, how we respond, what we do, what we believe, all comes out of the heart. The heart is that important part of us that we need to understand and realize that we need to guard it diligently every day in our lives. And if that one is not enough, flip over to chapter 16 and look at verse 21. We find as Solomon continues to pin this for us, he says, A wise in heart will be called to understanding. A wise in heart will be called to understanding. And watch this. And sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. Sweetness of speech. Out of our heart. Go to chapter 19 and look at verse 21. Chapter 19 and verse 21. Many plans are in a man's heart. Many plans. But the counsel of the Lord will stand. At the end of the day, the counsel of the Lord will stand. Then number three. Consider the ears. We've talked about the heart. Now let's talk about the mouth for just let me tell you something. This is the place nobody likes to go. Nobody likes to go there. You know, matter of fact, I did not realize this, but I heard this. Did you know that an average three or four year old will ask over four hundred and eighty seven questions in one day? Any of y'all ever been a part of that? Huh? How many of y'all ever had this happen to you? You'd make a statement, well, why? Well, why? Well, why? Well, why? Well, why? You ever get to the point where you say, just why? <laughs> because, okay? But they're learning. They're ever, matter of fact, I told somebody this the other day. Listen, they ask all those questions because they're learning. They're attempting to learn. You know, we can learn a lot by asking questions. And questioning things around us. It's not a bad thing to ask the questions. Now, the two-year-old, on the other hand, they just tell you what they're going to do and what they want. They haven't learned the act of asking all the questions yet. And so when you get into school, one of the things that I used to do when I was in school, I always liked sitting at the back of the classroom and never ask a question because it's one of the things we were... that we wanted to go through. We didn't want to make any attention or call any attention to ourselves. How many times we miss out, but our mouth. How many of us have said things? How many of us have answered? How many of us have quickly said something? How many of us have quickly just spouted off an answer because we just got to the point we were tired of hearing it? Or how many times have we spoken and opened our mouth in anger? How many times have we spoken before we ever thought, and all of a sudden the words are making their way out of our mouths they're already out well whatever is in the heart will ultimately come out of the mouth it's what Solomon said matter of fact if you go back to chapter 15 of the book of Proverbs 
and look at verse 1 and verse number 2. I want you to notice what Solomon writes for us here. Notice what he says. He says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge acceptable, but the mouth of fools spouts folly. Look at verse 4. A soothing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it crushes the spirit. Look down at verse number 7. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, but the hearts of fools are not so. Look over at verse 23. A man has joy in an apt answer. And how delightful is a timely word. Go to chapter 21. And look at verse 23. Chapter 21, verse 23. He who guards his mouth and his tongue guards his soul from troubles. Chapter 25 and verse number 11. One of my favorite is found here. Like apples of gold in settings or pitchers of silver is a word spoken in right circumstances. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pitchers of silver. To think before we speak. To carefully consider our words. And oftentimes words spoken out of anger, words that follow wrath, oftentimes are more divisive and more damaging than anything else. And I wonder sometimes in my own life and the influence that I have, how many times have we ever said things out of our mouths in anger that really could have been said another way? You know, I, I will say this. I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult for our teachers and administrators that will be going back to the school and back to the classrooms. The world that we live in today is so much different. It's a difficult place. And I will say this, at the end of the day, sometimes as we evaluate what we do and where we are, we often come to this point. Is it really worth what I am doing day in and day out? Let me just encourage your heart with this. It is. It is. Any time that we can have an impact on those around us, any time that we can be able to influence the lives of those that are around us for the good and for God, the responsibility that, is, that He has given to us, whether it's one or three or ten or five hundred, it makes no difference. Whether it's just one or three or five hundred, they're all worth it. Every one of them. You say, why? Do you say that? Because God's given them to us. That's why. We need to do our very best to encourage them the very best that we can. But I will say this, the tongue. You know, of all the human body and all the parts that we have, the tongue is the hardest that we have to bridle and to tame. Why? Because it's easy just to spout off. Huh? It's easy just to spout off. And then number four. 
Hmm. What path am I on today? If I could encourage you with this, it would be this. We must keep our eyes focused on the wise path. We must keep our eyes focused on the wise path. Carefully evaluating what we take into our ears with diligence, watching and guarding our hearts with what we allow to occupy it. And then more than anything else, watching our tongue as we speak. I will say this, did you know that oftentimes the best answer sometimes is just to be quiet? Sometimes you don't need to say a word at all. And sometimes... We don't have to say words. Oftentimes, we can even speak with our eyes or expression. When we're dissatisfied with something, or we do not approve, and sometimes that's, there's nothing else that needs to be said. But number four... We must keep our eyes focused on the wise path. Let's go back to chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Notice verse 26 and verse 27. Solomon finishes with these words. He says, watch the paths of your feet, and all of your ways will be established. Don't turn to the right or to the left. He said, turn your foot from evil. When you look at verse 26, that word watch or ponder, depending on the translation that you have, is an interesting word. The Hebrew word translated watch or ponder means to weigh or to make level. We should weigh each step. We should level each step. Based upon what we hear with our ears, based upon what we allow into our hearts, our path our path should resemble that in who we are and what we're about. We must not allow ourselves to be distracted from the path of wisdom. Verse 27, don't turn to the left or to the right or to the left, but turn your foot from evil. Now, I will say this to you this morning. It's a whole lot harder to do all of this than for me just to stand up here and share these words with you. I guess if there's anything that I struggle with more than anything else that I've had to in my own life, is to force myself to listen. Because I'm one of those personality types. You're, you're talking to me in this ear, and something else is going on in this side of my brain, okay? And this is the way I always get caught. And you already know who catches me in this. She will be sharing something with me on this side. I'm processing something totally over here on this side. And she'll go on for a little while, and all of a sudden, it gets quiet. But I still haven't even realized that until she turns to me and she says, Did you hear what I just told you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard you. Well, how are you going to answer the question that I ask you? And boy, my mind starts going back, and I don't have a clue. See, a lot of us here 
few of us listen. Few of us take the time to listen. Our hearts, our hearts are a difficult thing. In the world that we live in today, our hearts can be preoccupied with many things. And if we're not careful, we can allow the world to preoccupy our heart instead of allowing the one who created us and loved us so to uh, allow him to occupy our hearts in supremacy and priority. And then our mouths. Oh, boy. Whew. How many times have we said something that we wish we could take back? How many times have we not spoken up maybe when we should have? How many times have we allowed our mouth to plow the wrong path? And how many times have we allowed our tongue to tear down and to destroy and to shame those around us? Then how many of us have regretted some of the paths that we have walked and trod simply because we didn't take the time to listen, we didn't take the time to guard our hearts, we were more concerned about opening our mouths, and then we experience the consequences that come with taking the wrong path. I can stand up here today and tell you this. There was a time in my life when I didn't listen well. There was a time in my life that what occupied my heart was not of much concern to me. There was a time in my life when my mouth would overload my soaking wet 147 pounds. Matter of fact, people used to ask me when I was in high school, when I graduated from high school, I played basketball while I was in school. I was six feet tall. When I graduated from high school, I weighed 127 pounds. When I joined the military, got to basic training, we went to get our uniform issue. They didn't even have a pair of pants small enough to fit me around the waist. They had to special order them. Matter of fact, my dad used to tell folks, they used to ask him, says, don't you feed him? Doesn't he eat? He said, he can eat for five people. He said, but you notice those little indentions in both sides of his cheeks? He said, they're there for a reason. He said, every time he takes a shower, we have to put a pencil in there so he doesn't go down the drain. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Have you ever met a smart aleck? I was one of those. I opened my mouth before I thought. And then I didn't always follow the path that I should, because I will say this to you. There was not a teacher that I had that knew more than I did. And there was not a dad or a mother that knew more than what I knew. That's what I thought in life. Matter of fact, I used to think my mom and dad were the cruelest two individuals that lived on the face of the earth. And I've heard it, if I'd heard it one time, I'd heard it a thousand. Can I go do so-and-so? No, you can't. Why not? Because I said so. Well, everybody else is doing it, and this is what I used to hear. So what's your last name? Lawrence will spell it, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. That's why you're not going, because your name is not everybody else's. It's Lawrence. 
wasn't until I got to life that I understood and realized, you know what, they knew just a little bit more than I did. And I wish I'd have spent the time to listen and to guard my heart and to keep my mouth closed more than I opened it and to follow the path that I knew I should have followed. But it's not too late. It's never too late to start fresh today. For all of our schools that are represented here today, if I could encourage you all with this, listen to them, guard your hearts, teach them, love them, invest in them, because many of them think they know more than you do. Huh? But put as much into them as you can. And we're glad you're here with us today. But if I can encourage everyone's heart here today, we have a circle of influence around us and they watch us every day so let's listen let's guard our hearts let's watch our mouths and let's keep our feet headed in the right direction amen let's stand together as we pray Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the words of Solomon. Father, as he penned them under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Father, may we take these words, Father, not just hear them, but, Father, to make them a part of our lives, for our hearts, for us to guard our hearts, to diligently watch over and guard our hearts. And then, Father, to walk the path that you've called us to walk. Father, for many of us here today, we know what that path is. And sometimes that path gets tough. And sometimes that path gets difficult. But, Father, I thank you for the words of the psalmist who wrote, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills where my help comes from my help comes from the Lord and Father may we understand and realize that that in the difficulty of the day we can find our strength and our courage to keep going just to keep going because it is worth it Father, I thank you that your word told us for us to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord because we know that our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Help us, I pray, today to understand and realize the magnitude of what we've been called to do. But at the end of the day, may we be found faithful to what you've called us to do. We ask all of this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Brother Red's going to come lead us in a time together this morning in closing. I think very appropriate for the day that we live in. I need you every hour. And we do. We need him every day, every hour. So as Brother Red leads us this morning, if God's spoken to your heart in whatever way it may be, why don't you just be obedient to him today as Brother Red leads us this morning. I need Thee every hour, most great.
us, Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to Thee. I need Thee every hour. Stay Thou nearby. Temptations lose their power when Thou art nigh. I need So I don't want you all to leave here thinking that when my mom and dad went home to be with the Lord, that I still had that attitude. I will let you know that I went to both of them and told them, I sure wish I would have listened to you earlier in life because you did know a little bit more because I know some of y'all probably thought, boy, did you ever take care of that? I did. How many times do we need to do that as well? All of this school administrative and staff that we have here, you're in our prayers. I know y'all are excited. You're pumped up. Uh, when we went to EA and we were taking stuff into uh, the cafeteria, uh, I believe you were, the pep rally was on, okay? Uh, we got a lot to look forward to. The day is quickly approaching, and uh, so let's just be much in prayer uh, as that day is just around the corner. Amen? We'll be dismissing a word of prayer, and uh, oh, that's right. Thank you, Brother Red. You can be seated for just a moment. We need to take the offering before we leave. All right, somebody might say something to me if we don't. So we'll gather the offering plates at this time, and let's pray. Ask God's blessings on the offering, and the plates will make their way around. Father, we thank you for this day. Father, we pray now that you would take the offerings that are received this morning and use them for your honor and for your glory, for the furtherance of the gospel around the world. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen.
Amen. All right, let's uh, all stand. Don't forget 2.30 back here at the church this afternoon, and uh, we'll break up into groups, and uh, we'll make our way to the schools and uh, begin our time of prayer walking over the schools. I just want to say one more time, thank everyone of you from the schools uh, that are here with us today. We're glad that you came, and we're glad that you're a part of the service here today. Amen. Let's bow our heads. We'll be dismissed in a word of prayer. Father, we love you. We thank you for the privilege that we've had to be here this morning. Dismiss us now with your love, and we ask all of this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen.